Deck Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Thursday, June 22nd. Tuesday, June, January. What the hell? I'm just... I'm drunk. January 22nd, 2022 is episode number. Boy, I messed up. It's like 605 now. Well, we missed one. I don't remember. It's 600 and something. We know we passed 600. Uh, Welcome to the show. How you doing? Um, Good times yesterday. Thanks for joining. If you did join in yesterday, not our typical show. Some of you like the show that we do with Trey at the end of the uh, month. Some of you hate it, I think. And that's okay. It's not for everybody. I personally really enjoy doing that show with Trey. It is a break from the norm. It is something different for me to do personally. And uh, I think it just breaks up the monotony of everyday sports talk. Every day, the same thing. You get a fresh face in here. You get a guy that's super talented and hilarious. And uh, we have a good time for a couple of hours. And uh, yeah, I think it's fun. So for those of you that tuned in and enjoyed it, thank you so much. For those of you that didn't, I get it. It's okay. I'm not, no, no, not mad at all. Um, And I, I really enjoyed getting some feedback from you guys. There was no like buffering or tech issues as far as the stream goes. So it looks like my investment in that uh, Cat5 cable paid off. That uh, that that solved the problem from uh, transmitting live from the patio. Well, how'd you do? Did you have a good, uh, did you have a good uh, evening? Uh, did you have a good uh, night? I guess. I don't, I mean, once the show ended, I did some radio stuff and did some work and then made dinner with, with my lovely wife and, I didn't do much after that. I uh, normally try to work, but I was like, nah, I'm just going to get in bed and go to sleep and I'll worry about everything in the morning and got up and uh, got to got to work, forgot I had therapy, was late for that, and you never want to be late with your therapist. Um, but I was, so tough shit. I got to deal with it and so does she, I guess. Um, all right, so yeah, we've got, hold on, what the hell is going on here? What is this? Oh. <gasps> Oh, my new merch display stuff came in, I think. Maybe we'll do an unboxing today in the private third hour. Oh, what? Oh, that's right, bitches. Uh, Today is three hour or third hour Thursday. The third hour of the show today is private and only for Patreon members and subscribers, supporters, the real ones, the real decky dickheads uh so yeah we'll be doing a private i'm your private i was gonna do it yesterday but i forgot uh that i had to add in like all the the stuff to stop streaming in obs and then start again on a new platform it was a whole mess so i was like i'll just do it today and maybe next month 
uh, when Trey and I are on the patio. We'll do that third hour privately. So, um, but yeah, today, second hour, third, excuse me, third hour of the show, we're going to go, uh, we're going to go private and uh, I got a couple things planned. Not a lot though. Um, I wanted to show y'all something and, and, uh, it's some, it's something that I'm going to buy, but I don't know. I wanted your opinion on it. So maybe we'll do that. Uh, Hey, look at in the, in the chat, look at shock showing up chat, shock show, chat, shock shows, shows up to the show chat. I'm in a good mood. This is what happens when I'm in a good mood. I, I do weird shit sometimes. By the way, please ignore the pimple. I tried to put makeup powder on it. That did not help. Uh, also, not herpes. Although, it would be funny if we went back to like, uh, was it last week or the week before when I had a pimple right here? And then like, now I've got this one. And if I get one like right here, it's going to be hilarious. It's going to look like my face is tracking the path of the moon across the horizon. Hey, I'm <laughs> Thank you for the 100 bits and Steven the Weather Guy. Thank you for the 10 bits on this. Uh, thank you, Thursday. He said, hello, howdy, deckheads. So I appreciate you uh, on that. Um, but, but yeah, Shock technically was supposed to. Not technically, he was. Sydney said, hey, what's up, Sid? Oh, my God. Let's go. Sydney goes, he says it's not herpes. It's not. It's a thousand percent not herpes. It's just pimples. Okay. Your boy gets pimples. And when I shave and use my razor sometimes, like, I don't know if it pulls a hair or something, but I'll get little bumps right in here when I shave. Herpes lasts way longer than this pimple that was right here lasted. So don't, don't start your shit with me, Sid. It's good to see you, sweetie. Thank you for joining. But no, true story. Shock was supposed to join the show on, um, on Tuesday. We were going to have Jenny as mom on Monday. Uh, my old co-host from Houston Game Day, Mike Liebeshock, on Tuesday, and then Trey Tutson on Wednesday, and then the weather and the lights and AT and T's inability to to bring back up the internet in time uh, squashed all that. So Shock gonna join us next week on Tuesday. So yeah, I, yeah, I know. Super excited about that. Savage ribs, herpes, the gift that keeps on giving, or shows up unannounced and surprisingly. Yeah, it's so funny. I want to hear something funny about bringing shock on the show. Oh, shit, I didn't tweet it out. Uh, boom. Okay, now I tweeted out the show. Now thousands of people shall flock to this Twitch channel. Um, no, the funny thing about that is I, when I texted him and we were working it out, he was like, same time, uh, two to four. I was like, now I'm going to bring you in at four. He's like, don't you end at four? I was like, no, we end at five now. It's two to five. I've been doing two to five for... I don't know, a couple months, but thanks for paying attention. Uh, he was like, what are you You just trying to like Matt Damon me? Like, well, we're out of time. Sorry to my friend, uh, Michael Levashock. Uh, my apologies for not having him on. So we had this big jokey joke in the text. And then the weather happens and I don't have him on. And I was like, oh boy, that's the damn universe. But you, it's like they say, um, be careful of what you say. Because the universe does not decipher, does not decipher um, right from wrong, good from bad, whether you mean it or not. If you put it out there, the universe will grant your wish. So shock, you see what happens? What is this? Oh yeah, two thirds of a sports right. Uh, and that's another thing. I'm in uh, communication with John Wesling at the behest of a couple of folks to try to get him back on, Christopher Hart back on. I'm trying to, I'm trying to bring back some of the old crew. So it should be fun. All right, let's do the chat. If you're new to the program, that is the shout out to the chat. Let's do the chat. 
I will tell you about the upcoming schedule for today. And, uh, and then we'll go from there. We'll, uh, we'll get into uh, all kinds of goodness and shenanigans. Um, and it's not really a lot, a lot. Oh, this is 100% of Food of Ages. You're damn right it is. Chuck, what's the best thing you've eaten lately? What's are the craziest? The best or the craziest shock? You know what? Save it for Tuesday. Save it for Tuesday. We'll do a little food of ages. We'll do a little sports riot. We'll do a little you guesting on Barry on deck. Maybe we'll do a little Houston game day. Maybe I can uh, hit up uh, Michael Carroll. And oh, shock! We one thousand percent need to message Michael Carroll. See if he can join us. At four o'clock next Tuesday and do a hot route. Oh my God. I would nut all over the place. For those of you that never listened to Houston game day on Sundays when Liebershock and I did it, it was a fun, fun, uh, lead in to, uh, to football on a Sunday. We had a great time and our producer, uh, was, uh, the one and only, uh, Michael Carroll, the Mr. Extraordinaire producer himself. And he would do a lot of cool shit for the show, like a lot of cool stuff. And one thing we had was hot routes and we would always derail it. And, uh, yeah, it it would just, we would take the whole train off the tracks. So, uh, having Michael Carroll do a hot routes would be phenomenal. I would love that. So, oh, you're going to check. Okay. Do it shock. I was going to text him, but yeah, do it, man. Be like, Hey, you free for four ten ish or something like that. <laughs> Steven, the weather guy said, go get Belinda still to this day. One of my favorite bits that I, uh, that we ever came up with on radio. Just doing that was so much fun. I loved it. All right. And I know Donna hated it cause she thought we was mean to Belinda, but Belinda loved it. All right, let's get to the chat. If you're new to the program, chat is shout out to the chat. Where we say hello to the people that matter the most and make this show possible. That is you guys. Boop, got your nose, little sports ride. Uh, all right, now I this is late. I didn't turn this. Oh, bitch, what did I just close? I didn't turn. Oh, my Gmail. I don't need that. Uh, I didn't turn this on until late, so I'm gonna try to scroll up and see who was in the chat early. I saw Steven the Weather Guy at 117. Alan Denson, I don't know why my voice just cracked. Alan Denson was early. Christopher Reyes, what's up? Reyes was one of the ones that uh, reached out early and was like, "Dude, no tech problems to have Trey on. Great job, thank you, buddy. Appreciate you." Uh, Brian Pettison, ability to all the decades is not a good day for me. Found out new hires will be making 50 cents less than I do, but when, uh, but win with city for 16 years. Yeah, bro. That sucks, man. You got to fight the power. Uh, you got to fight the power, Brian. Um, you know, like time to update the resume fam. Don't be, don't look, I worked for the city for a very long time. Don't let them, uh, don't let them feel like it make you feel like you're trapped. You can get out. You can do it. Hey, what's up, Keith Sager? Good to see you, pimping. Thank you for being here. FJ's in the building. What's up, homie? Alex Villanueva is here. Jeff Bell. Hello, my friend. By the way, Jeff, I saw your message yesterday uh, when we were talking shirts, and you were like, just make sure they don't shrink. Did you Did you have a Barry on Deck shirt shrink on you like Cece? Cece bought one, and it was one of the fitted female shirts. And I mean, I feel bad. Uh, but it, it tightened up. Yeah, it's not good. Um, Hey, what's up? Jesus. Good to see you, buddy. By the way, Jesus was one of the funniest discord messages in the last couple of months. Uh, absolutely hilarious. Doesn't say much. Doesn't post much is always around, always supporting. Uh, but one of those, you know, strong, silent types. 
And uh, somebody said something about Jesus. And he goes, what? <laughs> so funny. I loved it. Uh, my sweet, sweet daughter is here. Happy Thursday to you as well. What's up, Terrence? Good to see you, buddy. Thank you for being here. Uh, Stephen, the weather guy, I've mentioned already. Thank you, fam, for showing up. Cisco, hello from high. How are you, buddy? Uh, thanks for being here. John Dory in the building. I mentioned Sydney. Hello. Hello, Sid. It's so good to see your smiling face in here, Sydney. Uh, thank you for being here. Who else is here? Brian got in. What's up, homie? Uh, let's see. Stephen, the weather guy, Jen. Hello, Jen. How are you? Uh, I got shock and Cisco. I think that's it. Like we got through all four pages pretty quick. It's a slow day today. It's a slow day. Is that because I haven't streamed that much this week? Is this, is everybody petered out and said, F I can't do this show no more. It drives me nuts. Um, why is herpes a censored word? Is it? Did they censor it in the chat? I don't know. That is weird. Uh, if your internet was not working this morning, they were all hanging out at Cracker Barrel. No, it was it was on Tuesday, Alex, that it didn't work. Um, let's see. <laughs> yes, the Lord, Matt Damon, you. Uh, Potch, indeed. Rest in peace, the Sports Riot. Uh, hey, what up, Jim? What's, uh, what's good to see you, buddy? That was a great show yesterday. Thank you, man. Was that your first tray on deck on the patio, uh, Jim? Uh, no, it's Trey on deck on Barry on deck on the patio. That's what the show is called. Was that your first one? They're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun. Hey, what's up, Christopher Mina? Thank you for lurking. Cece, what's up, girl? It's okay. I'll give it to my child. Oh, that's true. Um, <laughs> Sydney said, I never have time to stop in anymore. I have back-to-back -back meetings now. Oh, nice. Fun times, right? Gotta love the corporate world. It always sucks. What you gonna do? What's up, Uriel Villanueva? Good to see you, buddy. All right, so that is the chat. Oh, damn it. There was one thing I wanted to tell y'all, and now I have forgotten. Damn it, I forgot. Uh, hey, what's up, Evil Death? Good to see you. He said, what's up, everyone? It's been four, uh, wait a minute, four days or 90 plus hours, and the Dallas Cowboy fans are feeling uh, in EDC, emotional damage control. Uh, that's not nice. Uh, by the way, you guys are not, if you're a Cowboys fan, you are at CC. You are absolutely going to hate this week's uh, Barry on uh, sports. I'm going to play it for you. You're going to hate it. Uh, Jim said, no, I've seen the last couple of months, but yesterday was just fire. My wife even sat down and watched some of it. Oh, that's dope. Man. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it because it was a lot of fun. Napkin for the D-drip. What? Wait, what? Dude, what? What? Hey, by the way, I want to point something out here. Um, this shirt. This is the headliner. It's going to be at um, at the the Hop Scholar show this Saturday up here in Spring, Texas, off of Rayford Road at Hop Scholar Ale House. I do a quarterly show where I produce it, but I also book. So I book the comics, and I, I do the marketing and promotion, and then I also host it. So I'll do about 15 minutes of stand-up, and then I bring in two really talented and amazing comics to uh, finish out the show. That way I don't have to headline every show and all that and try to come up with a new hour every quarter. That'd be ridiculous. Um. Yes, so I'm glad you asked that. Jim said, is that an anus in the O, LOL? Yes, as a matter of fact, it is. Um, this shirt is for Bob Bickerstaff. He is the headliner. Bob found out recently that he had uh, rectal cancer. And so he used to work the cruise ships, and he was doing a, a, lot, of, a lot of different uh, things with... Uh, comedy and he is unable to do that now because he is immunocompromised and they don't want him on the cruise ships which are an absolute cesspool 
of disease. So Bob is pretty much, I mean, he can take gigs like he's going to be there Saturday. He just had chemo this past week, like less than seven days ago. It's like his fourth round said he's feeling good, um, but he is trying to supplement some income. And so he is selling these shirts on his website. If you go to comicbob.com, you can buy one of these shirts, comicbob.com. I'm putting it in the uh, in the chat. HTTPS, call that whack. Go to comicbob.com and, and you can, there's all kinds of different options here. Let me just show you. I'll just, I'll just do it my damn self. We'll do it live. Where did it go? There we go. Hello. There we go. Uh, brr, brr, there we go. Um, so this is comicbob.com uh, and you can see, click the picture to read about Bob's newest challenge. And get a shirt to help. So when you go to it, it says, uh, recently I was diagnosed with uh, colorectal cancer. Not to be too graphic, but I was having some poo problems and I just turned 50, got checked out. Uh, as of this post, I've had five rounds of radiation and three of eight rounds of chemo. Surgery is last. I have a great team of doctors. It's really hard to see, but you can't read it. So, uh, But what he said is, as a cancer patient with a lowered immune system, I can't travel on a plane or be on a cruise ship. Thus, I can't work except local gigs. This is a lot of work slash money I had to cancel at this point through 2023 of June. I'm fortunate to have insurance and a lovely wife with a good job. Love you, Elizabeth, but I have a decent deductible I need to pay twice since I didn't get cancer in January. And two dogs and a wife that are used to that carnival level of treatment money. Uh, I guarantee 100% of the funds for donations to purchase will go towards a new butthole. <laughs> Uh, we'll go towards my new butthole to every one of you who are 45 plus or having poop problems. Go get a colonoscopy. It literally saved my life. I love you all. And thanks for the support. So this is the shirt. As you can see, I'm rocking it. Um, yes. So I went out and got it and I got the back, which says Bob got a new butthole. And all I got was this lousy shirt. I don't know if you can see it or not. I can't really see. So like the shirts are, if you just get the, it's 35 plus eight bucks shipping. Uh, and then you can say, if you want it on the back, Bob got a new butthole and all I got was this uh, lousy shirt. So what you do is you email them or you can PayPal or Venmo him uh, and then just tell him what size you want and where to ship it. And it, it all the instructions are there. So just go to uh, comicbob.com. And click on the link and then go into PayPal or Venmo and there's all the info. Um, I just donated a uh, hundred bucks. I was just like, oh, look, man, this is what I can do. Uh, I appreciate you. And so I'm excited. Bob's going to be here uh, working Saturday headlining the show. So go get a shirt. Uh, go support. I second Bob on the importance of colonoscopy. Yeah, I did one not too long ago. Um, everybody here kind of remembers that. There's a... There's a um, icon on the discord of me wearing my poop uh my poop catcher as a hat i guess that's what you call it what do they call it? a stool a stool sampler no that's that sounds like the stool sampler sounds like something you would get at a red lobster you're like um i'm gonna get you know what let's you want an appetizer you want an app okay we're gonna start with the stool sampler yeah uh did you want uh and a and a margarita uh salt no salt I'll have a I'll have a Bud Light. Yeah, just a stool sampler for now. That'd be cool. Thanks. Um, so yeah, this. <laughs> uh, but I did the colonoscopy. They sent like this whole collection kit, and the thing looked like a cowboy hat. So I, I ended up wearing it on stream one day. It's kind of ridiculous. 
But that's what I did. So uh, if you want to support and go help uh, somebody that needs some help, I know the Deckheads a rally. You can even mention, hey, uh, Barry talked about it on Barry on Deck. I'm here to support. Uh, so there you go. Okay. Uh, Stephen Weatherguy said, that's why you get your damn colonoscopy. That is correct. And then Jim on Sports said, the stool sampler sounds like the worst all-you-can-eat platter of all time. Doesn't it? I know. It really does. It sounds terrible. All right. Um, what other business do we have? You know what? Let's get to, uh, we got a birthday today. And while, while, while I go get the, uh, we don't have a birthday today. We had a birthday on Tuesday, but Tuesday we didn't have a show because we have power issues. So let's, uh, let's get the birthday going and y'all know what that means. Y'all know that y'all know what that means, right? Yeah! <laughs> I said the stool sampler sounds like a bad 80s wrestling. That's really good, too. Uh, that's that's a really good one, too, Pac. His finishing move is like he puts something in. Brian Pettis, NFL News, Carolina. Yeah, goddamn it, Brian, could you wait for the fucking headline segment? Jesus Christ, man, you guys all jumped the gun. Stop the music. Where's my producer? Stop the music. Brian, are you new to this goddamn show? Do you do you see these fucking headlines? I didn't even run the in. Are you new? Are you new? Right there, one headline, two headlines, three headlines, four headlines. Jesus Christ, man. Get your shit together. Stop ruining the excitement for everyone. Okay. Audio birthday. All right. All right, we got a birthday in there. birthday in the house. We didn't get to do it Tuesday. Is that loud enough? Do y'all need it louder? Like, for the love of God, no, Barry. Turn it down. Hell no. Alright, we got a birthday. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Sorry, we missed it. I didn't even have enough room to fit all the letters on the screen. I was wrong. Well, I just want to say, buddy, uh, I know Tuesday was a shitty day. I know Tuesday was a shitty day. It was bad weather and all that. But one, I just want you to know, man, love you to death, buddy. Appreciate you being a down, dirty dickhead. And uh, I hope you had a great day. I know it sucked, but I hope you had a fantastic birthday. I hope I hope you got roadhead or or a hand job or whatever it is you're into. I don't know. You probably like the stool sampler, and maybe that's what you had as your birthday meal. I don't know, buddy. But I hope it was great, Juan, and I'm sorry we missed it. But this is for you now, homie. Cheers. Boom. And I don't have a shot glass, so you're just going to get the Big Daddy Gulp. Oh, God, it's so good.
Happy birthday, Juan! Jesus, <clears throat> damn! All right, so let's get to uh, let's get to some sports headlines. Now we can do it, Brian. All right, here's your sports headlines for the day. Uh, Evil Dead said that music's going to be stuck on my head for the next few days. Not complaining about it. Yeah. <laughs> Jen said my dog is howling. That's outstanding. Juan, no, not Juan Gonzalez from the Texas Rangers, Titan Hugo. Juan, our, our very own Juan Gonzalez. Not that raggedy Juan Gonzalez. No, no. Okay, I hate I hate all you guys, and I'm sure Juan does too. All right, here's your sports headlines for the day. The Panthers, the Carolina Panthers, uh, have hired ex-Indianapolis Colts head coach Frank Reich as their new man in charge of the play on the field. Uh, there was discussions of several different people. Kellen Moore, um, Cowboys OC, had uh, interviewed for it and was considered to be a serious contender. I think Mr. Wilkes, Steve Wilkes, uh, was it Wilkes? Uh, yeah, Steve Wilkes. Also, um, the interim head coach for uh, uh, the the uh, for the Panthers, and uh, also Sean Payton was in the running. Ultimately, they said it came down to Reich and Wilkes, who went six for six after Matt Rule was fired. Six and six ain't gonna get you a head coaching job. I'm surprised it got you considered. Um, but Reich was fired in November um, and then replaced by Jeff Saturday. Uh, let's see. The last head coach to switch head coaching jobs without a year off from being a head coach was Ron Rivera in 2020. So um, Frank Reich already got a new gig, got a new job. I'll be honest with you. I think the Panthers kind of messed up on this one. Yeah, I'm with you, Total Dallas. I think the Panthers made a mistake. I think that the Panthers probably um, could have found not a retread, but a young, uh, innovative guy. I will say this. They thought they had that man in Matt Rule. I mean, if you remember what Matt Rule did at Baylor, he had them in the national championship conversation, and they were legit. So the Panthers and Dave Tepper were like, let's do it. Let's bring in a young, energetic college coach with a brilliant football mind. But I think there are some OCs or DCs or guys with a ton of NFL experience, but just no opportunity yet as a head coach that they kind of went out and got. I, I, I won't say all, all rehires or retreads are bad. I mean, Sean Payton would have been a great hire if you wanted to go that route, if you wanted somebody with experience. But you know, are you willing to give up a first-round pick? Because that's what the Saints want. Would that be worth it to you? You know, as a young team that's trying to rebuild, I don't know. You know, like, um, th does it make sense for the the Panthers to do that? I would have to go back and look and see how many draft picks they have in the first round this year and and the second. But also, you know, let's assume that they only had the one. Do you do you set yourself back? Uh, by making that higher with Sean Payton as opposed to like a team like Houston that could give up the 12th or 13th pick, still have the number two pick, get a coach, get a star quarterback, uh, and move forward. Or a team like Denver, who is really a coach and a good Russell Wilson away. 
So, I don't know. I, the, the Panthers are doing some weird things, and then we'll, we'll see how this works out. I mean, Frank Reich was good for a while. What's up, John Dory? Why the first round if he retired? Uh, Sean Payton didn't retire, but, it, well, he stepped away from the game, but because he's still under contract. So what happens is when you step away, uh, your contract is basically frozen. So if you had two years left on your contract, you're still contractually obligated for those two years if you come back to football. He doesn't want to go back to the Saints, but he's interested in coaching again. So teams would have to trade with the Panthers and get they would get however many years were left on his deal. Uh, and the I mean, not the Panthers, the Saints. And the Saints are saying, well, we want a first-round pick. It's not unheard of. I think John Gruden got a first when he went to uh, Tampa from the Raiders. So not not crazy, not unheard of for that to happen, although rare. Um, but Sean Payton is uh, considered to be a top-tier, top-notch um, coach, so you might pay for that. Hey, good news, Astros fans. <laughs> Astros have a new GM, Drake. Uh, um, why did I say Drayton McClain? Jesus, Laminek. Why am I? Jim Crane. I just blanked there for a second. Uh, Jim Crane finally made the move and put somebody in charge after he basically hired and, you know, filled out the roster in the offseason without a GM. Um, they did go out and um, get a new GM. They hired the Braves scouting executive, Dana Brown. And you might be thinking like, oh, well, this guy doesn't have any GM experience. Well, first of all, he is uh, he is uh, renowned uh, for his eye on scouting talent. What he did with the Braves over the last four or five years, the, the Braves are so good because of this guy. Uh, he's in charge ultimately of finding good young players and uh, making it uh, a thing. So. Um, and, and, and boy, the Braves are stacked. Um, so he got Spitzer Strider in like the fourth or fifth round. A dude almost won a Cy Young. Um, it was a really good hire. In fact, I'll, I'll read you some of the things where, here we go. Uh, I'll read you some of the highlights. Brown served as the VP of scouting for the Braves over the last four seasons, hitting on a number of draft picks. His 2019 draft was a windfall, netting star center fielder Michael Harris II uh, in the third round, projected shortstop Vaughn Grissom in the 11th, as well as Shea uh, Langelier, the centerpiece of Atlanta's trade for Matt Olson in the first. Uh, the the team was said to have interviewed Michael Hill, who was a GM, former uh, Miami GM, former San Francisco GM Bobby Evans, Cleveland assistant GM James Harris, um, they also, there was rumors floating about, there was rumors floating about that they were going to bring in Brad Ausmus to be a GM, which would have been an absolutely huge mistake. Nonetheless, um, you know, after not going with James Click and him turning down the one year deal, which rightfully so he should have, uh, the Astros get, oh wait, uh, Chicago. Okay. I'm sorry. The Astros get uh, Dana Brown, and he is, by the way, the only uh, African-American GM in the game, the only black GM in Major League Baseball right now. And um, he is really well-known for for his scouting. I wanted to read you something else from this article. Here you go. Brown scatting. Uh, scatting? Gross. That's disgusting. Uh, already, a, already a bad sign if he's over here scatting on players. 
Brown's scouting background aligns with the direction in which Hall of Famer Jeff Bagwell, one of Crane's top advisors, wants to take the Astros. And you remember Bagwell was big in the offseason uh, talking about what he thinks should the, the, or the direction of this organization should be and probably part of the reason why James Click is no longer here. Um, but Jim Crane loves him some Jeff Bagwell and listens to Jeff Bagwell. And so that's part of it. It says Brown's resume as an evaluator runs well beyond 2019 or his stellar 2020 draft in which the Braves stole right-hander Spencer Strider in the fourth round. Uh, previously, Brown had worked as a special assistant to Toronto GM Alex Anthopoulos, whom he followed to Atlanta. They also worked together in Montreal. Um, so, yeah, it's a. I think it's a good hire. I think it's way better than Brad Ausmus. I, I like the idea because, look, fun fact, one of the reasons the Astros have been so good over these last, I don't know, five, six years, you can go all the way back to 2015 if you want, is the fact that the scouting department has done such a good job of finding players to bring in via trade or via draft. Because the scouting department is still involved when you're going to make a trade. Like if the, when they wanted, they originally wanted to go get Jordan Alvarez when he was a free agent in Cuba. And then he went to the Dodgers because the Astros didn't have any money in the uh, 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 international pool or bonus money. So they couldn't sign Jordan and then they get him in the trade. But that's all scouting. That's all your scouting department, finding these guys, finding these gems, and then going and getting them. And that has been a critical and crucial part of what the Astros have done and their dominance over the last five to seven years. And look, you know, you look at who this team has drafted and who they've traded away and who they've brought in and some of their, you know, free agent signings. Yeah, some of the veterans, obviously, Justin Verlander, uh, you know, Michael Brantley. Obviously, those are kind of no-brainers. But when you look at how this team has scouted since Jim Crane took over, it matters. It really matters. And I've always said, um, I've always said that uh, the unsung hero of this Astros dynasty that they're that they're in right now, it's not the GMs, it's not the owner, it's not the manager, it's the scouting department. They'll never, ever get the credit that they deserve for what they've built and the product they put on the field. They're the reason. They're the reason. So, um, Oh, shut up, Sean, you big crybaby ass. We spent five minutes on fucking baseball, and Sean's in the chat. <laughs> shut up. You know what? I was going to put a, a soccer story on here, but you know what? I don't care now. We're not doing it. Big crybaby ass, Sean. Sean hates stuff. Uh, what's up, Chewy? Uh, if a minute he gets to play, then WB should have not hire, fired Justin Royland before he even goes to court. Then WB. I don't know what that means. Why am I getting a spam call right now? You raggedy bitches. I don't know what that means, Chewy. WB. Ah, Baggy wanted to get away from analytics. That's a problem for me, though. I, I don't... I don't think you can get away from analytics. I think you still need them. I mean, they, it worked. I mean, that's what, that's what got them that first world series championship. So, uh, you know, but I think there's, there's a way to balance both. I think you can, 
you know, have analytics and you can also just you know go with the unwritten rules of baseball or by the book, so to speak. But I, I think you have to blend both. So I don't want to see them get too far away from it. Um, oh, Posh said, when did this all happen? Yeah, it didn't happen not too long ago. It was as I was coming on the air, really. Uh, Bagwell was trying to get Brad hired as GM. Yeah, that was terrible. Uh, he might not want it hard to walk away from a team that goes to the AFC Championship every year. Yeah. Uh, I say in three years, the Astros will make the World Series. Mm, I'd say probably not. I'd say sooner rather than later. I think that there's going to be this, you know, the law of diminishing returns. The, the further we go, the less likely they are because their talent and, and core is going to get older and either leave on free agency or retire. Um, boy, it is a, it, is something wrong? I feel like it's like a super slow day. Did I screw something up? Did I do something wrong? Um, yeah, I'm not sure what's happening. Okay, no worries. All right. Because usually I'm used to the chat like flying by a lot faster. It's a, it is a quiet day today. All right. Uh, also on the list, Jets have hired former defensive, or excuse me, former Denver Broncos head coach Nathaniel Hackett as their new offensive coordinator. And you might be wondering, why is this a big deal? One, uh, Nathaniel Hackett wasn't very good in Denver. Two, uh, it's the Jets. And the, really the reason this is a big deal is he's been linked to Aaron Rodgers quite a bit. Aaron Rodgers has been linked to the Jets job. And this is only, according to the article, going to fuel that fire. So it's another step in a direction where the Jets are really, really, really... Um, dead set on trying to bring in Aaron Rodgers. And I mean, dude, even down to Greeny on sit down or get out or uh, shut up or whatever the damn show is called. Um, hey, what's up, Perry? Good to see you, homie. Uh, that's the the thing. Like, the even Greeny was like, ah, I, I, he's going to be a jet. Aaron, for the love of God, please go to New York and, and be a jet. Like, that's everybody's, that's kind of the consensus, but, I don't know, man. If you're Aaron Rodgers, do you want to go to the Jets? I don't know. There seems to be, to me at least, there's more appealing jobs out there. Although the Jets seemed close for a bit. They were probably better than they played because of Zach Wilson. But uh, I don't know. Um, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel like a smart move, in my opinion. Uh, I think there were better options but again it's an OC job and what a lot of times what you'll find is yeah you'll find young guys that you give opportunities to but also um, if you're trying to stabilize an offense that struggled at times like the Jets did you go out and you get a guy who has proven OC experience like Nathaniel Hackett does and then obviously having ties to Aaron Rodgers doesn't hurt so uh, he was talking up their rookies and weapons oh was he well that's just that's just them courting each other I bet did the Jets not look at Denver's offense this year? <laughs> yeah. You see what he did with <laughs> Russell Wilson? He he turned Russell Wilson into Flip Wilson. Like, it wasn't even close. Uh, wow, McLovin said fuck soccer. Okay. Um, Sean hates stuff. There's the XFL season starting a couple weeks and USFL season in a few months. Yeah, that was the USFL keeps emailing me. I'm like, leave me alone. I don't, I don't give a shit about the USFL. Why are you emailing me? I guess I got on their list when I was at ESPN. I'm like, 
Stop. Is there a way to unsubscribe from this? I don't I don't care. Uh blah, 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 blah. I was trying to find anything else interesting on the hack it to the Jets thing. Eh. Nah. Okay. All right. Um 41 days till the start of the F1 season in Bahrain. I know last year I said I was going to watch it. I, I made it through one week. Oh, what the fuck? No, stop. That was weird. I made it through one uh, one, one race of uh, F1. It was fun, but I just, I can't do it. I cannot get into it. It's kind of like soccer. Like, I was, uh, I was cool with soccer. Um, when it was World Cup, but now I'm like, I haven't watched since. True said it's a questionable hire for the Jets on getting Hackett, but it's going to depend on uh, who starts a QB. Zach Wilson will not be their starter. Yeah, probably not, Chewy. That's probably not. Um, he'd still be following Favre's footsteps. I doubt he'd go there. Wow, I didn't even think about that, Amos. That is a great point. Like, why doesn't he just go to Minnesota for a year and then go to the Jets? What are you doing, bro? That's so funny, Amos. I didn't even connect the dots there. Well done, my friend. Let's give Amos a bonus. That's a quality chat message right there. Hey, what's up, Sandoval? Good to see you, pimp. Thanks for being here. Uh, I will not be surprised if the Bears trade the number one pick to the Jets. Especially if they don't get Favre, right? I'm Favre. Jesus Christ. I got to get my shit together. I'm, I'm way off. I'm so off this week. It's crazy. Especially if they don't get Aaron Rodgers. Uh, went to Jets first, then Minnesota. Oh, did he? Okay. I thought it was Minnesota, then the Jets, because he wanted to, to be a dick and stay in conference. Okay. He's already following Favre's retirement plan. True. Ah, remember how he said he didn't want to go to Minnesota for revenge? Oh, okay. I thought he did. I thought for some reason I had it backwards. And start sending pics of his junk to reporters. Aaron's could probably, well, he's too, Aaron's too hippie to do that. Aaron's too hippity-bippity to be all like, hey, man, you want to see a, like, Aaron Rodgers, if he's sending, if he's sending junk pics, hippie Aaron Rodgers sending junk pics is like, hey, man, what's up? Uh, lady, uh, lady woman, uh, he, uh, you want to see my junk? And then he like sends a picture of like his garage and there's like a old Toyota muffler on the ground. And there's like a old uh, rocking chair that he's going to restore and some, some different metal abstract art that's made out of metal and old tractor parts. And he's like, yeah, it's my junk, man. I feel like that's how he talks, right? I don't watch the Pat McAfee show, but I feel like that's how he's like, yeah, man, we should have went for it on fourth and one, man. Like, I don't know. Is that, that's a pretty good, this is a pretty good Aaron Rodgers impression, right? Just get a little man bun. Aaron Rodgers kind of looks like Nicolas Cage. Stop this. No, that's not true. He absolutely went to Minnesota for a rich. Oh yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. And set a record as the only QB to beat every team in the NFL. True that. True that. All right, last couple of things on your uh, headlines. Uh, Charles O'Minihue is in line to play for the Niners despite being arrested on suspicion of domestic violence. I hadn't really kept up with this story uh, until I saw it again, but 
Uh, following his arrest on Monday on suspicion of misdemeanor domestic violence, San Francisco 49ers defensive lineman Charles Amini, who will remain with the team and continue preparing for Sunday's championship game. Coach Kyle Han- Shanahan said on Wednesday, Shanahan added that the Niners spent the past couple of days looking into what happened with Aminahue and concluded that the best way of handling it is to let the legal process play out before making further decisions. We feel very good letting the legal process take care of itself and don't feel we should kick uh, him off our team at this time. That's a that's a really scary slash interesting um way to do it, right? I mean, think about this. On the one hand, if you're a football coach and you're a football team, you're like, hey, yeah, you know, I'm. Sh- I, let's do our due diligence, but we got a game to win. On the other hand, as that same team and coach, and you don't want to look like insensitive assholes if you're like, oh, well, we'll just see what happens, but hey, game time's game time. So, you know, you, you, you got to... What do you do? I don't know the details about it. Um, According to a release from the San Jose Police Department, police arrived at a residence at 439 local time on Monday after a woman called to report that Omenahue, who is her boyfriend, pushed her to the ground during an argument. No visible injuries were observed on the woman who did complain of pain in her arm but declined medical attention. Omenahue was booked into Santa Clara County Jail and released Monday after posting bail. He was also serving... He was also served with a restraining order. The case will be submitted to the Santa Clara District Attorney for possible charges. NFL said in a statement on Wednesday that the matter will be reviewed under the legal, uh, the league's personal conduct policy. There's no change to his status. I mean, he served as a key part of the Niners. Yeah, Wednesday, he was limited to practice as he deals with an oblique injury. Barring something changing with his legal status, Shanahan said Omenihu will play against the Eagles. We're letting the legal process take care of itself, so if he's healthy, he'll play. That's a that's a touch and go thing. I mean, there is a restraining order. That's not a, a, a you know an admonishment of guilt. Um, yeah, I that's a weird. That's a you know I I I guarantee you that somebody in that front office is is pretty uncomfortable about moving forward. Um, but they're probably being overruled by folks that are like, we gotta win. And we don't know anything yet. He's not been proven innocent or guilty, so we're just going to wait. So, there you go. Expect to see him, unless something drastic happens, expect to see him playing this weekend on Sunday. Um, Aaron looked like he'd flash girls on FaceTime. That's hilarious. Hey, what's up, Dre? Good to see you, homie. Favre's last six passes as a Packer, two for six for 12 yards, season-ending INT. Rodgers' last six, last game of season, same. Really, Catfish? Stop this. This is like this like linking Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers and the similarities of their career and how it's going and how it's stopped and how it's going to end. It's kind of like when they link uh, Abraham Lincoln with John F. Kennedy. They're like, Lincoln was born in 1869 or you know, killed in 1862. Kennedy was killed in 1962 or whatever it is. I don't know what it was. Um, but there's like all, have you guys seen all of the different correlations between the two? It's pretty crazy. It's, it's pretty wild. Uh, Hey, what's up, Christy? Good to see you, sweetie. And, and, uh, Dre, what's up, pimpin'? Good to have you in. Um, I, or was it a John Wick entrance? I don't know what that means. Do you remember he did the Con Air entrance for training camp? Yes. Yeah, he did do some sort of weird entrance. You have to look extremely high for his berry, then try it. I do need to. I should have ate my gummy. 
I got one of these sample gummies. I don't want to give out any. I got one of these from the CBD shop. May cause drowsiness. It was. Uh, it doesn't. It makes you laugh a lot, though. It's a sativa. This is what I'm going to give to Jenny. I'm going to give her a sativa gummy. 25 milligrams. We'll see how she acts. All right. Let's talk some football. Hey, don't forget if you joined us late. Uh, it is a three-hour Thursday, or I should say third-hour Thursday, because we do three hours Monday through Thursday, but it's a third-hour Thursday with the private hour. Our third hour of the show today, starting at 4 o'clock, will be for Patreon members only, and we're going to do that at 4, so uh, I will post the link to the show on Patreon and on the Discord, and you'll be able to get to that. Maybe we'll do an unboxing. I had some shit delivered today. Um Dave said she better try half to start. Mm. I don't want to tell her that. I want to see how high she gets. Because she said that she would do the show after. Yeah, don't let her go all in. Why, Guys, don't run this for me. I mean, she's never, ever, ever done anything like this. So maybe you're right. I just wanted her to be like really high. Like, I can't. I... <sighs> I can't feel my body, but my heart is so loud. It's beating so loud. And the clock, and that's what happens to me when I get high. Um, like I get to where like I can hear the clock ticking. It's so loud and it's a digital clock. It's crazy, man. Uh, CBD stuff starts starting to flood the market with Virginia Slims. What? The CBD stuff starting to flood the market with Virginia Slims or S. I don't even know what that means. But welcome to the show, Dick Willie. Good to see you. Hey, what's up, Papa Bane? Uh, remember at Burial Deck, you do not sit on Sativa uh, Indica. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, uh, Indica, Inda Couch. Sativa is more of the creative upper type shit, whatever. Uh, Jared said, so you're going to video her taking it and then have her come on 30 minutes later? Are we going to be live for the thing? Yeah, hopefully she comes on the show live. I've A deal's a deal. So she said she would eat the gummy. My 75-year-old mom's never been high in her life. She's going to eat the gummy and then join us for the show on a Monday. And she's supposed to do it like if she joins us at 315, she's supposed to take it at like 2 o'clock. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think the next time Trey comes on, y'all should take a gummy before. Oh my God. No way. I'm not, I can't function. I'm not, I'm not a good, I don't do good when I'm high. I really don't. I talk about it on stage. I do the dumbest shit. So absolutely not. Negatory ghost rider. Not going to do it. All right. You guys want to talk some NFL? By the way, I don't know if you heard this story, but uh, Ed Reed already out as the Bethune Cook head coach. He got pissed off, and he was like, how come my office isn't clean when he showed up? They they agreed in principle to a deal. He shows up, and then his office wasn't clean. So he goes on social media and bitches about his office not being clean, says a bunch of curse words, and then they were like, you know what? Deal's off. We're not fucking with you, Ed. It's crazy. So he's like, my bad. I fucked up. Like, I, I shouldn't have done that. So I guess we just got to raid Ed the DJ from now on. Uh, oh, Bethune Cookman, my bad. Did I say it wrong? Hot tortilla chip challenge. No, and I'm not doing those kind of challenges. That's that hacky ass radio shit that everybody does, Evil Death. 
I'm not that guy. You, you should know this by now. If I'm doing challenges or it's not going to be the hacky shit that everybody in the world has already done. That old one chip challenge bullshit. No. I mean, one time I snorted um, chocolate on air. but wasn't nobody else doing that. I've lasered my balls. I did a shot of uh, garlic vinaigrette dressing live. But again, it's got to be. It's, I don't want to be doing the same old bullshit, campy-ass radio garbage that everybody does. I am. I, it may not be the best, but I am 100%. I would rather be original and suck than be doing it shit everybody else is doing and suck. Uh, Ed Reed pulling a Matt Barnes, basically. A little bit. Do not snort Lucas and Burns. Oh. Yeah, Barry on deck. Stick to Jameson and weed and cigars. And you know this... This is my humidor. Uh, oh, look at them pretty-ass cigars. I still got the Cuban that uh, Trey brought me, but it's drying out. I got to do something about it. Look at Look, it's drying out. I don't know how to save it. Then my humidor is at 70. I think I need to calibrate it, but that's not good. This is a Cuban. Maybe I'll smoke it this weekend. Now, the key to this for you cigar smokers, chapstick. That's the key. You put chapstick under. You pull back and gently put some chapstick on it. Let's all pitch in and get Barry a boob job. And he can be the new Amaranth. <laughs> Kiss my ass, Dre. Can't you, why can't I get a like a dick extension or a ball, like, you know, a ball job? Why the fuck would I want a boob job? What kind of weird shit is that, Dre? What kind of weird ass shit are you into, buddy? Dre's over here trying to do, give me a, get a boob job. I want a ball job, pimp. Or an extension, a, a penis extension, not a ball tuck. I mean, they were they, the, the guy that did my uh, ultrasound, didn't they? Just pretty big balls. Uh, Ed Reed pulling a Matt Barnes. Uh, get the bag first, then complain about the cleanliness of your office. Totally agree. Uh, oh yeah, I did a raw egg once before when I was cooking with Chef Machete. By the way, shout out to Chef Machete, my guy, Chef Machete. Uh, after the tornadoes plowed through Southeast Texas from that's 18 miles long, my wife was like, that's a long way. Uh, for those of you that don't know, we had terrible weather here on Tuesday. That's why we didn't have a show. And, uh, part of that was a, a like F3 tornado touched down South of Houston and just like tore its way up the Northeast, uh, in a in the Southeast part of, of Texas here up through Beaumont and Pasadena and all that. But, the thing is, um, and now I forget the hell I was going to tell you. Oh, yeah, did a lot of destruction. And Chef Machete's out there giving out food and water and doing his part. And I was like, that's dope. And tell the truth, Houston. How many of y'all were waiting to hear what Mattress Mac was going to do? That's just a given, right? You're just like, oh, Mac will be out there pretty soon passing out money and mattresses and shit. So, um, yeah. And tried to use social media like Coach Prime. Exactly. Except instead of trying to recruit, he was bitching. He's bitching about it. You don't do that. That's a mistake. Uh, talk to Dimato about the sick extender 8,000. Oh, the dick extender. Yeah, you fucked that up. You made me read that stupid ass typo. Well, you can't show that on Twitch. That's true. Uh, do y'all watch Emeron's segment on that Fox show? No. Does she have a segment? I didn't know that. Brian said, Barry, my wife, brother is getting married Saturday. 
Awesome. We are still busy as fuck at work because of that tornado. I bet. I don't think I've ever seen their show. Who? Oh, uh, wait, so she has a show on Fox? I don't know. It's whatever. All right, let's talk some football. So we got Ed Reed out of the way. Let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, what's the sketch? Oh, oh, look. Atletico is playing Real Madrid. No one gives a shit. Uh, let's see. Schedule. It is Eagles uh, Niners. Let's do that first. Wake up, people. We're talking football. All right. Here you go. That is not the correct against the spread for the Eagles. Is it? Oh, they're nine and nine now. So that's my bad. Uh, Eagles favored by two and a half in this game. Over under is set at 46 and a half. So Eagles favored by two and a half. Over under is 46 and a half. If you're wanting to money line these two, which I already got my money line in. Um, what is this? Dick Willie has a Brazy Becca hype cat. I should I should uh, not allow any of her shit because she said she wouldn't come on the show because she was too busy. That's the same shit I was talking about yesterday with Trey. Like, just tell me you can't do it. Um, or just, yeah, I don't know. I can't stand when motherfuckers big league me. It's like, you raggedy bitch. I would never do that to somebody else. Um, I don't know. That's whatever. I'm I'm a little bitter. I hate when motherfuckers big league me. Yeah, Dick Willie, she did. She was like, oh, I'm really sorry. She took like two months to get back to me. And then she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just, I can't do it. I'm so busy. I'm like, okay. Okay. Well, I'm like, I'm sitting around with my thumb up my ass. I still do guest spots on people's shows. It's called marketing. It's called marketing and cross promotion, but I'm not bitter. You know what it is, though? What I've noticed? It's always the chicks. True story. True story, chat. It's always the females that will turn me down to do the show because I think they think I'm creeping on them. I'm like, hey, what's up, little mama? Now that you was on my show. And I'm like, bitch, I don't care about that. I'm trying to have good, fun, quality content, and I'm trying to promote women. I'm trying to uh, be a champion of women. But if that's what y'all think, then fuck y'all. Evil Death says she's out of your league. Let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. She just gets drunk, video game, DoorDash, rinse and repeat. I mean, she's fun. Don't get me wrong. She's hilarious. She's a lot of fun. I'm just bitter. I'm just being bitter. I'm being I'm being bitter. I ain't going to knock it. But, yeah, when people bigling me or do that shit, like, like when Shane Moss told me that I was saying it yesterday on the patio show, I, I respect what Shane Moss said. He said no, but, you know, be on for a year, and then I'll come back. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. Look, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Uh, this is Perry. Amos said, blame the creepy dudes. Now, here's the thing. If Billy Gardell, kid from Kid and Play, fucking Dusty Slay, all of these Hollywood movie stars and rappers and famous people could take the time out of their fucking day to do my show for 30 minutes and an hour. You telling me some fucking Twitch streamer or some fucking OnlyFans comedian is too busy. Get the fuck out of here. Come on, fam. Real talk. Love you to death, but don't give me that bullshit. You're just big leaguing me. Either that or you just don't want to do it. And I would much rather you just say, I just don't want to do it. That's not my thing. Respect. Respect. 
They don't come up to me with that bullshit ass. All right, let me stop. Let me just get on to this. Let me get on to this before I fucking make a lot of enemies that I don't need to make. Ay, shit. Because I'll tell people, nah, I don't want to do that, bro. Fair enough. Um, hey, what's up, DJ Maddie? How are you, buddy? Ask Dan Cook if he really pissed his pants in Mr. Brooks. No. I love that Dick Willie's like, get Dane Cook. Like, I'm just be like, come on, Dane. And then Dane Cook. If I can't get that chick and this other fucking OnlyFans comic, you think Dane Cook's going to be like, oh, hell yeah. Guy I don't fucking know. That don't happen like that. All right, let's go over this game. Let's talk about it. Oh, that's weird. I could see the background. It's like my camera's filth flarned up or some shit. There we go. I'd do that on the other one probably too. I don't know why that thing got screwed up, but it did. There we go. All right. Um, like I told you, Eagles nine and nine against the spread. Now, I already got on that San Francisco plus one twenty five on the money line. I do like that. I do like uh, the Niners at plus one twenty five. Jalen Hurts actually admitted today that he was not feeling a hundred percent, and he probably wouldn't the rest of the season. Doesn't seem to be affecting him. But something to keep in mind. Uh, but Eagles are minus 145 if you want to money line them. Again, the spread is two and a half. Over-under is 46 and a half. Here's how they stacked up in the regular season. Um, Niners obviously ridiculous on defense. 16 points a game. 77 yards rushing. Giving up 229 yards passing. Is that right? The Eagles are giving up 179 a game? I don't believe you. Let me look this up, chat. I feel like I may have screwed this up. Let me go stats. Team. Passing yards, yards per game. Oh, that's postseason. I'm like, what? 148 a game. 179.8. Yeah. Net passing yards per game. Their their opponents are getting 170. That is insane. That's insane. Um, Eagles putting up 241 a game. Um, Niners 226. Obviously, that changes a little bit from Garoppolo to or Trey Lance to Garoppolo to Brock Purdy. Rushing yards a game, no surprise. Uh, Niners running at about 138, 139 yards a game. Philly getting uh, almost 150 with a running quarterback. Shouldn't surprise you. Points allowed. Again, Niners only giving up 16. Uh, Philly really good deep defense, giving up 20 and points per game. 28-26. So, Eagles have the advantages in point score offense and basically and Niners have an advantage in the defense. So, it is uh what is it? The irresistible force versus the immovable object type scenario. Uh and don't sleep on the Eagles defense and don't sleep on the Niners offense. These are two really good uh well matched, evenly matched in a lot of ways uh teams. I don't know quarterback play is definitely advantage Eagles. I think that uh Running game now is advantage Niners with Christian McCaffrey. The Niners didn't have him all season, or I think their their rushing yards per game would be higher. Um, you know, there's the X factor in Debo Samuel, but defensively, it is a thousand percent advantage Niners. Which is all of that said, that's why I like that plus one twenty five money line. I think the Niners can win this game straight up. Um, and and look, if you're wagering, uh, Niners thirteen and six against the spread. Eagles nine and nine. I like getting the two and a half for the Niners. I know it's on the road. I know it's going to be cold in Philly. I don't give a shit about none of that. That's like saying, ah, the Cowboys can't, don't play on grass. But everybody plays on grass, and all these football players have played in the cold. Don't give me that shit. Now, if the weather is crazy, that's the one thing I don't know. 
What is the weather going to be like in Philly? I should ask Steven, the weather guy. He wouldn't know this. Hey, you know what we should do is a weather segment. Steven quit on that. He's like, man, fuck this shit. I ain't getting paid. I'm like, well, I'm trying to help you chase your dreams, pimp. Um, Where'd it go? Where the hell did it go? There we go. Skedge. Uh, let's go to the full-on ass game cast. Let me change this. Boom. Boom, 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 scenes. Zoop. 40 clear skies. Thank you, buddy. Uh, even though this is Brock Purdy going to get exposed. I, you know what? If Brock Purdy was going to get exposed, I feel like, don't don't you feel like that would have happened by now? Let's take a let's take a, a, a gander at, at who they've played. I mean, Brock Purdy is what? 6-0 and as a starter, including the playoffs, or 7-0 and as a starter? So he played these two games, and then that's two, three, four, five. Nope, that's not it. It'd be down here. Let's go full sketch. Here we go. Uh, yeah, there we go. Oh, no, up, up, up. There we go. So, yeah, right there. He has played Miami, Tampa, Seattle, Washington, Vegas, Arizona. And then in the playoffs, he's played Seattle again and Dallas. So Dallas, really good defense. Uh, Seattle, decent on defense. Beat them twice, though. Tampa will get after you on defense. That's a good defense. Miami, okay. Uh, I don't remember what Washington's defense was like. Uh, <clears throat> but I think he's been tested. I mean, obviously, he didn't. He hasn't run through the gauntlet of, like, the Bills and the Chiefs. And But I think a test against um, Dallas, I mean, obviously winning two playoff games. I don't think you, I, I, I don't, I'm not concerned about that. So I would disagree with no, I don't think he gets exposed. Could he have a bad game? Could he lose all of that? Absolutely sure. But if you look, he's what? One, two, three, four. He had six regular season games and two postseason games. That's eight games. And if you look what he's done in those eight games, it's pretty damn good. Now, if you want to talk exposed, maybe the Cowboys were the ones that did it. It was the first game where he uh, didn't have a ton of passing yards and they only scored the 19 points. And <clears throat> if it wasn't for Dak turning the ball over and Zeke only running for 26 yards, maybe it's a different contest because 19 isn't, isn't enough. Is 19 going to get it done against Philly? Absolutely not. They're going to have to score more than that for sure. Um, but they're going to have to, you know, get more out of their run game too. So McCaffrey has been out, hasn't practiced. Um, Debo hasn't practiced, but they say they're not worried about either of those. And uh, Garoppolo will not be ready in time for Sunday. So Garoppolo is definitely not playing. So um, that said, I, I, I think it's a pretty evenly matched game. Like I said, irresistible force, immovable object type scenario. But both of these offenses can play. Both of these defenses can get after you. Uh, and I think that's part of the reason why you see that that spread is so low. Look, in the, in the NFL now, it's customary to get two and a half at home, which means neutral field, neutral site. This is pretty much a pick em game. This is the two best teams in the NFC, and they've kind of been that all year. There's been no question. So, um, I think if I, I money line San Francisco, but because I liked the value at plus one twenty five, if I just was picking straight up who I think advances to the Super Bowl, I'm probably going to go Philly. 
I'm probably going to go Philly because I think being at home is a is a big distinct advantage. And I know that we used to make fun of this on Sports Riot, and we talk about body clock games and this, that, and the other. And they, but that's a that's a that's a haul. You know, you're flying from West Coast to East Coast. Um, does that matter? It shouldn't. They're professional athletes, but can it? Yeah. Uh, I I think that that matters more than you know playing on grass or some bullshit like that. So, end of the day, uh, I I picked, uh, I think the Eagles win straight up. I money-lined San Francisco, and uh, I went with San Francisco and the two and a half points. So, against the spread, I took San Fran. Give me the points. I'll take that. Uh, interestingly enough, I mean, I would have rather have had the hook the other way. So, instead of three, and then, uh, so instead of a field goal minus the hook, I would feel much better being um, at a field goal plus the hook. But I, I think San Francisco could win this game. It could be a last-second field goal. I don't know. But I think they can win the game. Uh, and I can see them losing 21-20 or something like that. So where's the Laminator 5000? And it yeah, it is also going with San Francisco. It says final score, uh, 23-22 Niners. So add the two and a half, and that puts it up to about, you know, well, it says 23.4 to 22.2 Niners. So that means it's about a 26-22 game. Uh, so it likes the points. Oh, sure. It's actually picking uh, straight up. It picked uh, the Niners to win by a point, basically. Yeah, 1.2 points. So um, that's the that's where it falls. So obviously it's taking the Niners and the points. I'm taking the Niners in the two and a half. I'm money lined to the Niners. Um, there you go. Purdy will have to have one of his best games of his career. Don't disagree with that. Don't disagree with that at all. Perry says San Francisco's defense is scary. Yeah. Um, Purdy is still, um, let's see where to go. No winning teams at Barry on deck other than the Seahawks. All right. Um, yes. Yeah. The Cowboys, too. Sanitize watch hands. Hey, what's up, Rudy? Good to see you, buddy. Purdy does put up points, though. Phillies can score, yeah. But uh, I agree with Perry, too. The San Francisco defense is ridiculous. And if you're one-dimensional, and and Philly is not one-dimensional, um, they can do it all offensively. But I think the, one of the advantages that San Francisco has in this game is they, unlike some other teams, they can go, you know what? You're not going to run on us. You're just, whether, it doesn't matter if it's Jalen Hurts or a tandem of running backs. You're just, it's not going to happen. You're going to have to beat us through the air, Jalen Hurts. And I think that that, at the end of the day, now look, Hurts has been making all the throws. Don't get me wrong. Hurts has been dynamic in the passing game. But I think at the end of the day, your best bet is to make Jalen Hurts beat you uh, with his with his arm, not with his legs. Let's see. Oh, this is postseason. Yeah, Gamewell has 112 yards rushing. Hertz has 34. Uh, Sanders has 90. Okay, so I mean that's a pretty good 200 two headed monster. Between 212 or 202 yards between the two between Gamewell and Sanders. Uh, in the postseason regular season. Hertz was the second leading rusher on the team with 760 rushing yards. So, 
I mean, look, he had a good rating, 101.6, 22 touchdowns, six interceptions. He can, he can, he's proven he can beat you with his arm, but that's your best bet. You do not want him running. So I think that's what, and that's what San Francisco excels at. You know, you spy, um, you spy hurts. You don't let him get outside of the pocket. You, and that's going to be key too. I mean, we hear about this shit all the time, but boy, it is going to be so critical for the Niners to, um, Keep him in the pocket. Maintain the edge. Do not let him get loose because that's when he kills you. That's when he kills you. So this could come down to, you know, can the Niners make Jalen Hurts beat them with his arm? And they're still good. It's top in the pass. I mean, 226, uh, 222, excuse me, passing yards allowed. Pretty, pretty good. Have defense will travel. San Francisco has great balance. That's true, Dre. These defenses are one and two. I do agree with that as well, Amos. Five years ago, they won the Super Bowl, and now they're back with nearly none of the same players. Yep. Um, Dick Willie said, Philly, hands off, hands off. They are so multidimensional. Do you mean hands down they win? I don't know what that means. Purdy will have to have one of his best games of his career. Yep. Uh, Alex Villanueva said, San Francisco versus Cincy. That's your Super Bowl pick? That's who you got? That's not crazy. I mean, really and truly, I think that the four, well, I would have told you the Bills were one of the best teams, but the way that they played down the stretch, the four best teams are left. And this isn't one of those, oh, the Giants got hot at the right time, but they were nine and eight during the regular season. Mm -mm, No, these teams down the stretch were four of the five best teams along with, say, the Bills. I mean, you look at Dallas was struggling down the stretch you know other teams um, even the bills weren't looking great and philly was struggling without hurts with gardner Minshew was in so all things considered i think the four of the five best teams are left and buffalo might have been the fifth so we maybe did get our top four based on the way they played they proved to be better than the bills in every facet so uh agree with the under for sure but i don't know how you can pick a winner in this one it's tough catfish it's tough uh, Perry said, bet the under. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely going under. Uh, spreadsheet says total score 45.6 points, and the over-under is 46.5, so it's under by one. So it thinks 45 points can be put up. 45 or 46, which is just the under. So uh, that hasn't moved much, if I'm not mistaken. It's been about 46 and a half. I think it was at 46 and then it went up to 46 and a half. Uh, so, yeah. All right. So, there's one. 335. We got plenty of time. By the way, uh, this is how it shaped out. This is the path that the Eagles took and the path the Niners took. Niners had to beat Seattle and they had to beat Dallas. So, Brock Purdy had to win two playoff games to get to this conference championship. Eagles got to just kick back and get the lowly Giants, which... Minnesota was ass in the playoffs. Kirk Cousins was a dog. Um, so Philly has had the one game, and it really wasn't close. It was an ass whooping. So, um, yeah, the Niners have played every week. Philly had the week off, so they're a little more rested. I mean, there's all kinds of little – with these teams being this close and this evenly matched, there's all kind of little nuance that goes into this. All kinds. Hey, what's up, Luke? No, fam, you're not late. You're never late when you're here, homie. Uh, Eagles win big. San Fran hasn't beat anyone of note all season and got mollywhopped by KC. Okay, 6 9 
Uh, let's not act like San Fran has actually beaten more than two teams over 500 this season. I mean, they, they, they beat Dallas. And in the playoffs, they beat Seattle. Um, I mean, you say what you want. Yeah, were they in a, a bad division? We looked at them down the stretch. Yeah, wasn't the greatest division in the world. And Brock Purdy didn't have a ton of, but I mean, they beat a good Dolphins team. Um, I just had the damn sketch. I think for you to come in and say that uh, the Niners are a fraud is kind of ridiculous, actually. Um, here's their here's their full schedule. Hold on. Oops. Hold on. There we go. Let's not act like Philly's schedule was great either. And Philly lost the Redskins on a Monday night game. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I'm coming in here to stir the pot. <laughs> I just like starting fires. Okay. Well, I, I think it's, uh, yeah, I, my bad, Chad. I should have never let him derail it. But I don't know. I mean, I like dissenting in opinions. I have no problem with that. But they've played Seattle uh, three times now and beat them all three times. Um, you know, they played Dallas and beat them. Um, they did get beat by uh, Kansas City. Um, let's see. Yeah, Rams, they, they beat a good Chargers team. I mean, look at that. They've they've their four losses were to Chicago, Denver, Atlanta, and KC. They had no business losing to three of those four teams to begin with. Um, but I mean, you you know it's the NFL. You're gonna play who you who they put in front of you. Yeah, is this the toughest schedule in the league? Absolutely not. But when you look at what they did to some of these teams, I mean, in Tampa had a good defense, they put up 35 against them. Hey, what's up, Beer Man Grim? Yeah. Hadn't seen you in a hot minute, fam. Go hang at go hang at the plateau with your boyfriend six nine. What do y'all know each other? Oh shit! I mean, yeah, I shouldn't have let him do that. I got to keep that in mind. Mental note: six nine is gonna come in and talk shit. This is ridiculous. Um, thoughts on the Panthers hiring Frank Reich as their new head coach? I think Wilkes got screwed over. Yeah, we talked about it earlier, Luke, uh, when the news broke. I did the uh, sports headlines as I always do at the beginning of the show, Luke. And that was one of them. We talked about it. Um, I don't think um, I don't think Wilkes necessarily got screwed. Uh, I mean, he went six and six, but I think and he was he was one of the favorites. But so was Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore was getting more interviews with him. I think that I my opinion on and what I said. And I'll just recap it and we'll move on because I'm not going to redo the whole segment. But at the end of the day. I think that Dave Tepper and the Carolina Panthers were a little nervous about getting in another young, uh, maybe somewhat inexperienced, although Wilkes had the, the season in Arizona where he had some success. But I think that they having Matt Rule in and, you know, you could have gone the route of young, innovative minds and all that. And look, Frank Reich was, Frank Reich was stable. He was solid, experienced, an aged veteran. And I think that's what they wanted. I'm sorry, I have like fuzz on my camera. I think that's what they wanted more than the the flashy young thing. I think they just wanted some stability at the top. So that's probably what factored into the decision, in my opinion. Hey, that is dope shot. Hell yeah. That's badass. Michael Carroll confirmed for next Tuesday, at four o'clock. Right, is the boss. That'll work. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Dr. Answer 90. No, I'm a Steelers fan. Living in North Carolina. Okay. I have no dog in the fight. I can't believe the Steelers are keeping Canada. Yeah. 
Uh, Tomlin is trying to get fired. They ain't firing Tomlin, fam. They ain't no damn way. No damn way. Pity for Wilkes uh, this year's uh, Bisaccia. I mean, what did it when he's six and six? When did they fire uh, or, or uh, when did he take over from Matt Rule? I'm pretty sure he went six and six, right? Steve Wilkes. Wikipedia. I mean, I don't know. Somebody rationalize this for me. So he he gets one year in Arizona, which I get it. That was a it was a bullshit firing after one season, but he did go three and thirteen, and he went six and six, as I suggested. He went six and six. He is nine and nineteen as a head coach in his career. That's winning thirty two percent of your games. As a major league hitter, Steve Wilkes is is yeah, a top three in your lineup. As an NFL football coach. I mean, he's he was five and six at Savannah State as a head coach. I mean, the dude has not had a winning record as a head coach anywhere he's been so far. Talented, yeah, sure, probably. It just doesn't show. It doesn't show. Um, should they have gone with him? Look, I mean, the dude needed to do better than five hundred. Let's look at who they played. Let's look at if he went six and six, that was the last 12. So let's pull up Carolina's sketch. And let's just see. NFL teams. Carolina Panthers. I'm sorry, I can't not say Carolina without doing it that way. He's one of those guys who's probably a great coordinator, but not a good head coach. Okay, fair enough. So let's see. He is uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. So he took over right here, and he that's when he got rid of Baker Mayfield, and they got rid of Christian McCaffrey. Now that matters. <sighs> Matt Rule started what? 1, 2, 3, 1, and 5. The big win was in New Orleans. That's it. So um, Steve Wilkes takes over, loses to a bad Rams team, beats Tampa, a suspect Tampa team loses to Atlanta in overtime, loses to a really good Bengals team, beats Atlanta again, or uh, beats Atlanta, loses to Baltimore, beats Denver, beats Seattle. That might be his best win so far. Loses to Pittsburgh, beats Detroit. That's a good win. Loses to Tampa, beats New Orleans. Eh. So they start one and five. They end up seven and ten. And he goes six and six with. Wins over Tampa, Atlanta, Denver, Seattle, Detroit, New Orleans. And then I gave you the losses. I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm, I am I know he was supposed to be the guy perhaps and got a raw deal in Atlanta or in Arizona. I just don't. None of that impresses me as uh, what's her name was it. That don't impress me much. Uh, D'Amico has less offers now. That's true. A lot of Texans fans wanting to see D'Amico Ryan's in the building as their next head coach. I don't know. I, 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 I've, at this point, anything's better than Lovey Smith, David Coley, and Bill O'Brien, right? I don't think it's going to matter. 
I, I hate to tell you, it doesn't matter who they get. They're going to suck next year. Period. Period. Uh, oh, I see. Were you affected by the tornado? Oh, he's one of those guys who's probably a great coordinator. Got that already. Oh, yeah, I have 10 acres. I hunt. Okay. I don't know what the fuck that is. Uh, Damon, I said, it's okay, I guess. I live in Orange, which is about 20 miles east. I try not to go to Beaumont. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Bearman Greg, so you're in that area. Are you okay? Everything good? Somebody check on Joe Pro. I think I saw in the Discord that Joe Pro said that he sets up camp somewhere between him and uh, I think it was like his mom or family that, that that the tornado went in between them. So hopefully they avoid it. Uh, Terrell Edmonds to the Steelers, question mark. Jim on sports said that would be the worst thing for D'Amico Ryans to be a, a, to be the head coach of the Houston Texans. I don't know. Um, I mean, he's a former Texan. He's a bright, young, defensive mind. Look what he's done with the Niners. The thing that does scare me, and I hate to give 6ix9ine credit for this. But what if it is fool's go? What if 6ix9ine is right? What if the Niners have been, that defense has been kind of a fraud and fool's gold just because of who they play? They've had a soft schedule. And then you get this guy in, and he's got really no skins on the wall, or you're, I don't, that just concerns me, but that's the pessimistic Houston fan in me. I'm going to always be a pessimistic uh, Houston fan. And that's exactly how Houston fans would think. D'Amico Ryans is great in San Francisco. He's probably going to come here and shit the bed, and it's going to be awful. That's just how I kind of feel. Like, what, what would give me hope? I don't know if Aaron Rodgers and Sean Payton showed up in the building. That would give me hope. Outside of that, I don't have much hope for this team. I really don't. I really don't. Uh, but you got to keep trying, obviously. I just don't want them. I don't want them to do some dumb shit, right? Like with a, like, I'm glad they didn't hire Frank Reich. I'll tell you that. I didn't want that as a retread head coach. So, you know, I don't know. Domingo Ryans would be cool just because being a former Texan, but it's kind of like, I don't know. The expectations would be different. I think at the end of the day, and I saw this mentioned in an article, and then we're going to get on to the uh, AFC uh, Conference Championship game, I promise. Uh, hey, what's up? Right is wrong. But I, th I think what concerns me a little bit is Nick Casario. It's not even Cal McNair being the dumbass owner that he is. I think what concerns me about the Texans hire, you know, like some coaches know, I mean, some owners meddle too much. Jerry Jones, Jim Ursay. And some of them are completely hands-off and none better than an example in an article I read, which is why are the Steelers so successful? Because the Roonies let football people do football things. And that's why the Steelers have been so successful for so long. As opposed to firing a head coach and bringing in Jeff Saturday. Shit like that. Or making yourself the GM and by God, I'm going to draft all these players like Jared does. You know, Cal McNair, on the other hand, is a bit aloof. Then I don't think he knows what's going on. He put his trust in the wrong people, especially with Jack Easterby. Is Nick Casario the guy? I don't know. Are they going to stop trying to get out of this, trying to be the Patriots of the South? Doesn't look like it. So I don't, I don't know. Speaking of that, Bill O'Brien back with the uh, Patriots. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't know. I mean, if I'm being honest, I really don't know what I think of Nick Casario. 
on the one hand, he's he seems to have had some decent names that he's drafted. Um, on the other hand, you've got the coaching instability, and the, you you have the whole being involved in the offense. Oh my God, Josh! <laughs> You have the whole being involved in the headset, and then uh, that's weird. He wants to be involved in in-game stuff, which is crazy to me. But yeah, I don't know what to think, man. I'm just, I'm just really pessimistic and um, apathetic right now to the Houston Texans. So fuck them. We got bits to celebrate. Hey, what's up, seven thirteen hooligan man? Appreciate you coming in, fam. Thank you for the thousand bitties. As we wind down hour number two of Mario Deck, we are going to do the third hour as a private hour. So if you are not a member of Patreon, but you want to join us for the Patreon only hour, you still have time to do that. Go to patreon.com forward slash burial deck. You sign up and you can come hang out with us. I'll post the link on Patreon. I'll post the link uh, in the discord and then uh, we'll go from there. Josh, homie, I appreciate you. Fam. <laughs> It's always good to see you active uh, on the Discord as well, man. So thank you uh, for your generosity and your thousand bits. Jimmo Sports, thank you for the 69 I like. By the way, I have to say thank you on this thankful Thursday, speaking of, uh, to everybody that sent in uh, donations and thankful Thursdays. And it started with Donna at 7.30 this morning. It's my sweet, sweet Donna. She sent in a $10 thankful Thursday. She said, happy, thankful Thursday. Donna, I appreciate you, boo-boo. Thank you. Uh, Truck driver Pookie on vacation. Sent in $15, which is amazing, buddy. Thank you so much. He said, uh, happy, thankful Thursday from Costa Maya, Mexico. I'm hungover as fuck right now, but I'll be taking a shot for you and all the deckheads. Love you, Pookie. Appreciate you, bud. I'm glad you guys are having fun on vacay. Sylvia, thank you for the $5. Happy Barry on deck. Thankful Thursday, sweetie. I appreciate you. PP Dubs got in with a $6, $5. Thankful Thursday. He said, survived another week. Thanks for the shows. Now, fam, thank you for being here and your generosity. Jensen in a $5 Thankful Thursday. Jen, thank you, sweetie. You work here. Unnecessary. And uh, Cece. CC sent in a $5 thankful Thursday. She says, sorry, I be forgetting. I love you, Care Bear. I love you too, boo-boo. Uh, CC, by the way, kick-ass merch girl. Uh, if you have a merch table, you definitely want CC running your merch table. She gets after it. Uh, also, Alex Villanueva sent in a $10 um, thankful Thursday on PayPal. He said, keep grinding to the top. We got your back, B100. Hey, man, listen, I can't fail with you guys in my corner, man, keeping this show going and rolling. Uh, I cannot fail. So thank you guys, man, for helping and uh, supporting and um, keeping this show going and afloat, man. It uh, means the world to me, and I, I love it so much. I just love doing it. So uh, appreciate you. Good to have everybody in. Thank you, Josh, for showing up. Pookie was drunk before he left on vacation. That dude. Pookie, would, now that Charles is sober, I think Pookie takes over as the guy that – scares me the most with how much he drinks. Reyes would be a close second along with CeCe. Um, who else drinks a lot? I mean, we have a lot of deckheads that drink a lot. Josh is a, don't let, don't let 713 hooligan for you. Josh can, Josh can put them down. Donna's a, a pretty stout drinker. Jen, I know it's dry January, but her name literally is Jen. She's named after a drink. Yeah. Jen and tonic. CeCe's like, what the hell? Oh, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mark. No, my bad fam. You guys, Mark is a, Mark is a big time drinker too. We got to put him up there. 
You know, like if we were rating, I need to do that. Maybe we'll do that in the third hour. I'll get one of those rating chart things where they do the tiers. Like you have like God tier and then you do like the next. Yeah, we should rate all the, the drinkers. Alan said quit hating. Oh my God. Alan, how can I forget about Alan Denson? I don't think I've ever seen Alan sober as a matter of fact. Damn it. That's my bad. Right is wrong says me. Now, right is wrong. Have I ever met you while you were drunk? That's got to be like number one. Reyes says, hell, uh, no, I'm not number two. Okay. Uh, I'm on dad duty for the rest of the month. Had my first beer at 1030. Okay. I need a bracket. Yeah, we really do. We need to do like, uh, once dry January is over with, we need to do like the Barry on deck uh, drinks too much bracket or some shit like that. Robert likes beer. It's in his name. So there's dry January and sober October. Yeah, I didn't know sober October was a thing. That sounds stupid. Uh, oh, we ain't drank together yet. I might put Queen B out of the top 10, says John Dory. I'm telling you, a lot of drinkers in the deckhead community. Total Dallas says, can someone teach me? Yeah, Total Dallas is going to be drinking like Bartles and James wine coolers and Zima. Like, I'm all fucked up. Oh, my God. Who put this Jolly Rancher in my Zima? Oh. Just fuck with you, fam. Uh, <laughs> we should do March Sadness. I like that, Jim. I like that. Oh, do not learn how to drink from Reyes. Our new Otis Campbell is truck driver pookie. Truck driver pussy. That's hilarious. CZ said, I can't compete. My mama already spends hours in prayer for me. <laughs> Josh said, uh, hell, Barry was sober until he started hanging out with us every day. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. I used to never fucking drink. Do you know how many handles of Jameson I owned in my life before I met the deck? Fucking zero. I didn't even keep alcohol. In the house, like we literally had no alcohol in the house. Now, I've got, I got, I have my own fucking bourbon now. I mean, rye whiskey, or you, excuse me, not bourbon. Are you kidding me? I have my name on bottles and fuck, I, you guys are a terrible influence, and I am so thankful for it. All right. <laughs> Dave said, told him I was to be drinking a, a twisted tea. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like House. Remember House would be all into the, what was it, Mike's Hard Lemonade? Although I did have one there, a little spicy. It did used to be Charles. Charles would, listen, I won't I won't say, put his business out there, but he talked about it on the Discord. Ray is left when we're all drinking one day because he couldn't handle it no more. Oh, okay. Uh, I need more Barrel Deck whiskey. Who got some extras, Perry said. It's good, right, fam? It's good. Yeah, what happened to House? House don't show. I mean, he'll pop in on occasion, but I think he's too busy growing his own brand, which I'm proud of. He should. That's uh, take advantage of it. Barry's therapist. What are deck ads? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, so is the bits from BOD and the amount you spend on alcohol and net loss? Jared, that's a funny. Uh, there was a point, Jared. I'll just say this. I have, I have really reeled in the drinking. Uh, I've gotten a handle on finances. Right? We've got a budget, but there was a time when I really think I was losing money on a monthly basis because of how much I was drinking. And then, and then of course too, though, the decades took over and just started buying alcohol for me. So I haven't had to buy a handle 
of Jameson or Fireball and for I'm for, for, I had those boxes of Fireball all thanks to the decades. They keep me laced now, so I'm I'm in pretty good shape. Yo, what's up, poor Marie? Good to see you. I will buy some bits next month. Oh, fam, you just hang out, man. You ain't gotta you ain't gotta give bits. Just hang out, be cool, man. That's all I'm. That's all I care about. You guys just being here. Uh, is enough most of the time. I mean, every once in a while, it never hurts. But most of the time, I don't feel like you have to, dude. Don't for sure. Uh, also, has to be way better to give you some cash. Uh, either way, dude. Like, I don't want you to think that's why I want you here. I want you here because you hang out and you contribute. That's all I give a shit about. Hang out, contribute to the chat. The rest of it'll take care of itself. That's what I believe. I believe, man. Because you know, like dope ass people like Josh just show up. Throw a thousand bits, or you know, people do the thankful Thursdays, or run trains, or Alan did to get two hundred bits. All right, let's get to this last. Uh, poor Marie said, "No, nah, I owe you. Your show is like my thing. You don't owe me, fam." I, and I appreciate that. I really, really do. Uh, I appreciate that, especially because I know they talk shit about me on the uh, ESPN uh, Twitch chat, which is fine. <laughs> But um, I appreciate that. I'm glad this is a thing that you enjoy. Joel, thank you for the 100 bits as well, my friend. Uh, much appreciated to you. All of you. Uh, Dimana said, I remember drinking back in the 90s. Do, why don't you drink anymore, Dimana? You, uh, did you just like, were you an alcoholic and you were like, that's enough? Which I respect, by the way. I, anybody that can do that. Andy Huggins, my buddy. 30 years sober? That's a lot. All right, let's get to this last game. We got to break this down. Keep going, though, Chad. I'll, I'll, I'll mix it in. Um, <laughs> Jared, Jared Taylor said, same, fam. My, my wife made me take a month off. I respect that so much. You have no idea. All right, this is how it shapes up for the final uh, AFC Championship game of the season. This is the second game on Sunday, so be aware of that. Damn it, I didn't update this correctly. That is wrong. I Nope, I can't do it. I cannot do it. I am going to fix this slide if it's the last thing I do, and it will probably be the last thing I do. We have a hype train going. Oh, snap. It's you guys. Josh, thank you for the thousand bits. Oh, my God. I look like one of them, like uh, one of them little kids, and gets picked last at kickball. Or I look like one of those like soccer moms that like uh, takes her kids to the park and then ignores her while she sips uh, wine and talks shit with the other moms about uh, how much of a bitch Sarah is. Ugh, Sarah! Oh my God! Like she doesn't. She's got a nanny. What a whore! I don't know what I'm talking about like that. It's usually like a white hat that they think looks good on them, and then they got like a ponytail coming out the back. You look like a dumbass, lady. Uh, Steven, thank you for the... Nine, like. uh, Cece, thank you for the 25 minutes, sweetie. Look at this big-ass hype train. Okay, let me fix this slide real quick. I done, I done goofed. Y'all know what that's from, right? Remember remember the old man who was like, Don't you mess with my daughter. You done goofed. Y'all remember that? I remember that. I remember it. All right, let me uh, let me get the stats here. Dre! <laughs> Thank you for the 12 bits, buddy. He said 12 bits for the amount of points that Dak led the Cowboys to versus the Niners. <laughs> Dre is the most heinous ass Cowboy fan I've ever met in my whole life. He's a Cowboys fan, and he hates the Cowboys. 
I've, I've never seen anything like it. Never in my life have I seen anything like it. Uh, all right, what is, hold on. Let me get the spread and the over-under fixed on this bullshit. Uh, let's see, spread is one, which it flipped, by the way. Earlier in the week, you could get Bengals plus one. Or excuse me, you could get Bengals minus one. Now, it's Bengals plus one. I don't know if I would have liked KC at plus one, but I guess that would have been good. Um, Because I think, who was it that said they got Bengals at uh, minus one? I don't know. That doesn't seem like a good deal now. All right, the over-under is 48. Okay, got that. And then against the spread, I think I screwed it up, but... They were 6-11-1. Did they, they didn't cover last week, did they? Hold on, let me pull it up real quick. My bad. My bad, chat. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be doing this on the fly. But what are you going to do? Hey, Raiders wrong. Thank you for the 25th. Holy shit. Perry, thank you for the 35th. Poor Marine with 900 bits. Oh, my God. You guys are crazy. We just finished level one of this side train. Are you guys trying to see nipple before we get out of here? You old dirty bastards. You old dirty, dirty. Come on, you guys. Uh, hold on. Let me. Oh, I know what I needed. Against the spread. Against the spread. I love this resource, by the way. Uh, teamrankings.com, if you don't know. If you're if you're looking for uh really good shit like that, I know I know Dick Willie, he's a big uh numbers guy like me. I think he would appreciate this. 2022 gets spread all games. KC is now 6-11 and 1. Okay. I'll fix that. 6 11 and 1 and Cincinnati is 13 and 5. Okay. I need my glasses. Can't see shit with these little ass numbers on here. All right. That is slide number four. I got it updated, guys. Don't worry, fam. Don't you worry. Uh, Okay. Share. Transparent background. That's a lot of work for one slide. It's like a lot. Done. Download. Canva is so dope, though. If you're like, a, if you have to create uh, stuff, get you some Canva in your life. This shit is amazing. All right, um, got that. I'm going to flip this, smack it up, flip it, rub it down. Let's see, change layers. Awesome. All right, got it fixed. Yo! Uh, what the hell? Mark, thank you for the 200 bits. Josh, thank you for the 300 bits. What the hell is going on? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Drave. Thank you for the 500 bits he said for us non-Kool-Aid drinkers. I dig that, though. Let me tell you something. Anybody hating on Dr. Trey, I will say this. We always bitch about um, delusional Cowboy fans. Dre, you are definitely not a delusional Cowboy fan. There's just, there's definitely not. You're, not, you're the, literally the opposite. You're the most pessimistic, hate-ness-ass yeah. Cowboy fan I've ever met in my whole life. And I'm here for it. Alan Denson, thank you for the thousand bits. Holy shit, what is happening right now? Right is wrong. Thank you for the 25 bits, my friend. Jim on sports with the... <laughs> Chapo coming in doing it. Yo, what on earth? And Josh. Josh is gifted five subs to the community. 
Holy fuck shit, what is happening right now? Uh, who got the gifted subs from, from the, the hooligan himself? Terrence J got a gifted sub. Is that Freddy or Freudy? I don't, I think it's Fr- Freddy. Freddy got a gifted sub. Hufflepuff's Joey got a gifted sub. Caps with JR and the Crystal first. Crystal got a gifted sub. Holy shit. 63% of 11 4 I think you guys are insane. I do like that Dre's like, nah, fam, I'm, I'm not going down like that. Look, <laughs> CC show titties, y'all. CC show titties. There they are. <laughs> so great. <laughs> Reyes said 713 must have got his tax check. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's go. Josh, you going to be there Saturday? Fuck yeah. Josh said, I also got my tickets to my first Barry event at the end of this month. Let's I think you're going to have a good time, man. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, My boy Bob's going to be in the building, and Shelby's going to be amazing. So uh, that is going to be good times. Uh, Can't wait to see you, man. Drinks on me. I owe you a drink for sure. I I try to buy the deckheads a drink. Uh, I didn't didn't do it last time. I don't think I did it last time. Um, (laughs) Tarrant said, welcome to the land where drinking don't stop. Well done, Terrence. Well done, indeed. What did Jim on Sports say? Oh, nips. You guys, we're not there yet. Not there yet. We're still in level four. Uh, so, you know, rules are rules. A deal's a deal. Hey, what's up, Philip Bernard? Good to see you. You did not. What? What? Someone take Josh's bottle. Oh, I'll take him a bottle. Does, do you owe him a bottle, CC? Uh, real talk. I'll take Josh. I got, I got extras. I'll take Josh a bottle. Yeah. If you owe him one, I will take him one. How about that? Mark, thank you for the three hundred bits, my friend. Appreciate you, fam. Oh God, come on. God damn it, Chef Bell. Thank you for the two hundred bits. I fucking hate y'all, Joel. Thank you for the bits. I mean, I love y'all, but I hate y'all. Uh, CC said, whoa, 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 I need my money. Do you all, I'll collect for you. I'll collect your, your money. Uh, oh, I didn't get a ticket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because she wasn't sure if she was going to be there or not, and it sold out. Oh, so close. 96%. Jim, thank you for the 169 bits. I like. Uh, yeah, we'll get it squared away. I'll get Josh a bottle. We'll figure out the money, don't, and then you can just give me the bottle back or whatever. We'll make it work. I promise you guys. God damn it, Alan Dinson! Damn it! Alan, thank you for the 300 bits. Pouch, thank you for the 69. I like it. Easy, thank you for the 16 bits. Totally Allen just gave out a gift to Sunday's Oh my god! We got to get level six in this bit. Josh just gave a thousand bits, man. Look at this. Pot said, get that nipple out. I need like a. I need like a. What side do I want to show? I always show the other side. I feel like.
feel like I should tape it. Like, I wonder, I don't think this is a terms of service violation. Uh, what does it say? Is Hop Scholar sold out? I got no plans Saturday. Yeah, it is sold out. They, In fact, it's oversold. There is a, uh, a wait list on Eventbrite that people are joining. So, I mean, eventually the goal is to get where we could do two shows in a night or a show on Friday and a show on Saturday. But right now, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, it's sold out. Hold on. I don't know which one to do. There you go. There you go. That's that's much better, right? Perry's Perry's into this. Look at that, Perry. Huh? What? Okay. See, that's turn on carrot browsing. I don't know what that is. Get out of here. Ah, shit. <laughs> ah. Damn it. All right. <laughs> Perry said, no, the fuck I ain't. Yeah, you is, fam. Don't even look. Okay, that was too much. Right is wrong said, what was that? I was trying to tape up my nipples. Like a, like a support bra. I don't know. That's uh, I don't know. You know, like I figured maybe I don't get a terms of service strike if I have my nipples taped. Ah, fucking hurt. It's still stinging. <sighs> ASMR nips. I wonder if they make a sound. Let's see. Can't get to the microphone. No, they really don't make my nipples move. My nipples move in silence like lasagna or whatever. I don't know. My nipples are there because of lasagna. Uh, before that, I was just nipple running. No worries. <laughs> Past that age and uh, bam, fuckers got chafed. Oh, bro. This is true. This happened. My God, we got to get to the Chiefs bingles. This is dead ass true. <laughs> Cece said I heard milk. <laughs> I think I did maybe take some hair off with that. Oh my God, I did. There's like a stripe of missing hair. Um, This is true when I was training for the marathon. Alan said you're going to ruin my buzz. Oh, kiss my ass, Alan. You're to blame for it. Dre, thank you for the 12 bits, by the way, buddy. I didn't mean to miss that. That's my fault. Thank you. We are 61% of a level five hype train. Josh, if I didn't, I think I got it, but man, thank you again for the thousand bits. That put us over the top and into nipple town. Next stop. Woo hoo. Oh, I had a whistle. What happened to my train whistle? It's gone. Next stop, whistle town. Uh, I trained for a marathon in 2009, I think. There's your boy. There's your boy running the uh, 2008 uh, Houston Marathon, the full ass marathon too. Not this half marathon bullshit. These mamby pamby. Which look, I respect you. If you run the half marathon, I respect you. I do. I do. But what I don't respect is motherfuckers that be out here like, I ran the marathon. 
And then you're like, really? What was your time? And they're like, oh, two hours and seven minutes. I was like, you did a whole marathon? Oh, no, I did the half. Well, bitch, you didn't run the marathon. You ran the half marathon. But this was uh, January 13th, 2008, when I ran the marathon. The one and only time I've ever ran a marathon. Um, but chafed nipples is a real thing. Uh, when I was training, I was doing the Hal Higdon training thing where you would go and uh, run, like you had to build up to 26.2 miles or whatever the fuck it is. And um, during that time, my last long run, I literally rubbed my nipples raw. When I, when I, when I took my shirt off, my nipples were bleeding and it was the, the top of the nipple was completely red. Blood. All the skin was gone. Crazy. And I was like, oh my God. I don't, so yeah. So there are long distance runners. You'll have to tape your nipples down because the constant, you know, running and the shirt bouncing and the rubbing and the, uh, all that. I don't know. I don't I didn't do that when I ran. I mean, I maybe did a little bit. Um, but yeah, your nipples will fucking bleed uh look at nick i follow the how higdon training schedule hell yeah nick said damn you did a marathon i don't have a desire to but i want to get to six miles dude that how higdon is shit it really is how higdon and some discipline man you can do anything as far as running goes alan said rest in peace to my buzz have to reboot <laughs> Dave said i call an uber to get five blocks <laughs> That's funny. Terrence said, I ain't Forrest Gump. No marathon for me. Okay. Uh, Paul Marie, you ran a marathon. Congrats to you as well. He said, yep, been there. That is a real thing. That is a real ass thing with the nipples bleeding. Sucks. Uh, so I went off course in Jerome, Arizona on the Cocondino 250. Delirious like a dumbass. That's crazy. I was wandering around. Holy shit. Nick said, I did 6.25 miles in 2018 and then stopped. That's the thing, bro. Once you stop, it's so hard to get back to it. Like Trey yesterday was telling me he runs like a, he goes, I ran three miles in, in uh like, I don't know, 30 minutes. I was like, yeah, that's good. He was like, no, nah, 10 minutes. That's slow. I try to be like six minute miles. Okay. Professional ass runner. Um, and they make, uh, they make what amounts to a sports bra for men who are runners. Yeah, I know. I, but I don't want to. It's embarrassing. I don't want to wear a damn sports bra. Uh, oh, poor Marine. Altitude sickness is a real thing, too. I remember that when I ran the Junior Olympics in Utah. That shit ain't. That shit is real. That shit is real. Um, the craziest thing on race day for me on the marathon. And by the way, guys, the hype train is finished. Thank you guys so much. What a dope-ass way to end the uh, week. Six gifted subs. 6,616 6, bits. <laughs> amazing level five titties was out we was all partying Woo! cc showed some cooter what just kidding she showed her titties in the chat though she did that's true uh alan denton showed a little butthole we get wild um when i ran the marathon the the craziest thing is as i was coming down to the end um i was my parents my family was all at the end of the marathon and i was i ran by them slapping five and I forget who it was, but somebody grabbed my hand to slap five and they, they, they kind of like, I don't know, you know, white people don't know how to give five. It was all awkward. And I was like, Oh, I don't know what to do. And then what happened was they, my ring 
flew off my finger. Like literally I had lost so much weight and water running the 26 miles. I really wasn't drinking that much, but I had lost so much water weight that my ring just flew, flew off my finger. I had to stop, turn around and go back. People in the crowd were stopping to help me find my ring. Like it flew off my finger. That's how much weight I lost just doing the 26 miles. Insane. Um, and then I, I was so dehydrated that I was just sick as a dog. I had, I had been training and I was eating good. I was eating healthy. All I wanted to do, I kept telling Nora, all I wanted to do is run the marathon and then go to Outback and eat some, uh, uh, what is their, their, their loaded fries, the cheese and bacon. Oh my God. I love Outback's, uh, cheddar cheese, bacon fries, whatever the fuck they're called. They're so good. Uh, but they're like 5,000 calories for, but that's all I wanted to do. So we all go to Outback. I couldn't even eat. I was so sick, so dehydrated and felt like I felt so bad. I just laid there with my head on the table for like an hour and a half. Everybody ate. All I had was some sips of water. Didn't eat a goddamn thing and left. I had to go to the Outback like four days later, but I was so dehydrated, man. That's a key thing. That is a, it is a real thing. So lesson learned. You gotta, you gotta drink your water if you run. And by the way, uh, welcome in, Flip. Good to see you, buddy. Flip said, "Howdy." There's, there's, uh, what's up, Flip? Flip, Flip, Mister Flup. Okay, that's not well. There, well, you got your new name. You got truck driver Pussy and Mister Flup. And then there was another one. Forget who. Uh, Evil that said, "Blooming Onion" is my favorite at Outback. Man, I'm a, I'm a big. I, I, I don't go to Outback much anymore because I really want. Um, I really like Saltgrass's steak and their chicken. But, uh, yeah, as far as big-ass appetizers that are delicious, ain't nobody beating Outback. They're, they're cheese fries and they're blooming onion. No, Mom. I mean, I want that so bad now. Maybe I'll go have that this weekend. I'm going to tell Nora, we're going to get cheese fries, and I'm going to gain all five pounds that I've lost back. No. Four. Well, yeah, four or five pounds. I don't know. Uh, all right, let's do this Chiefs game, and then we're going to do the private hour. Uh, wish I could run kills my knees. Yeah, that's the thing I'm worried about, though, Dre, is I'm so old now. I uh, I went running, like, last week. I did two miles. Ankle has been hurt ever since. I'm like, fuck, I'm old. I hate it. I hate it. All right, let me get you the breakdown and the lowdown on this. Chiefs, Bengals, uh, this is going to be another fun one. We don't know how Patrick Mahomes, how healthy he's going to be. Now, he's done it before. Can he do it again? High ankle sprain. He practiced a little this week, said he felt pretty good. Andy Reid said, hold on, not so fast. Um, you know, we'll see how he, how he does, how much of the game plan we have to change. But he will play. We do know that. And that's why this game flipped. And the beginning of the week after last weekend, Bengals were actually favored by a point because we didn't know how healthy Patrick Mahomes was going to be. That has since flipped. So some of you could have gotten the Chiefs plus a point. Not anymore. Uh, I want to say Ivan is the one that said he got the Chiefs plus a point. So, um, yeah, I can lose five pounds taking a dump. That's gross. That's disgusting. That's terrible. Oh, you're going to dance this weekend, Dre? Let's go. That's good, man. Love their damn food. You got that gift card. That's why. <laughs> good job, pimp. Um, so, yeah, Chiefs are now favored by one. Over-under is 48. Bengals are 13-5 and five against the spread. 
13 and 5. Chiefs are now 6-11 and 1. They were 5-11 and 1 until last week. Uh they did cover last week. So, oh no. No they didn't. I'm sorry. That should be 5-12 and 1. The Jack no. I'm so confused. Uh the ja- oh the Jacks played the Chargers. That's right. They got the backdoor cover. That's right. Chiefs be- Did the Chiefs cover last week? They didn't cover last week. I don't know what that's uh yeah that's fucked up. The Chiefs should be 6-11 and 1. You know what I mean it should be uh 5-12. Anyways, whatever. It doesn't matter. Either way, 6-11, 5 and 12. Either way they're not good against the spread. Uh yeah, the Jags covered last week too. So, uh keep that in mind. Uh and in a game where the spread is one, covering is the difference basically between winning and losing. So where you see statistically how they stack up, the only where only place the Bengals really have an advantage is points allowed. So defensively, they're about a point, point and a half better. And rushing yards allowed. They're slightly by a yard. I mean, it's essentially the same. Uh, other than that, and the turnover difference, Chiefs turn the ball over a little bit. I mean, look, Mahomes is a gunslinger. They've had some fumble issues here and there. Um, but overall, Burrow and company do take care of the ball. Burrows have a two-headed monster. Uh, I mean, Bengals have a two-headed monster at receiver that you got to deal with. Uh, Chiefs have Travis Kelsey. He is a literal matchup nightmare for anybody in football. Um, Chiefs score more. Bengals give up less. It's going to be a fun game. I don't think anybody is doubting that the Bengals cannot win this game straight up. I like getting a point. The Chiefs, by the way, uh, minus 120 on the money line. Bengals are even money if you want to pick them straight up to win. That tells you something right there. Um, So you're not even getting anything from the book. The book is not very confident that the Chiefs can win, especially with a banged up or less than 100% Patrick Mahomes. It's not the same as Jalen Hurts and his shoulder. He can still play and do all the things. Man, Mahomes relies so much on his feet to create. But that said, remember, I think it was a couple years ago. Um, didn't he have a bad ankle and he just he turned into a pocket passer and threw like four touchdowns? So don't don't sleep on Mahomes being able to pull this off either way. Don't sleep on that. Uh, that said... The spread is won. The Laminator 5000 formula itself has predicted the game, the score to be uh, Chiefs 24.5 or 24.7, Bengals 23.9. So the Laminator 5000 likes the Chiefs to win straight up by a point, essentially. 24 to 23 or call it 25, 24. 24, 23 probably makes more sense. So 24, 23 Chiefs. If we don't round up at all, but essentially then, and then you get the extra point. So uh, it's basically saying it comes down to an even. If you can buy the hook, maybe buy the hook. But this could be a one point game. Um, I'm just, I really feel like the Bengals not only could win, uh, could cover, but I think they could win this game. I, if the Bengals, if their money line was a positive number, I'd probably throw some money down like I did for the Niners. I money line the Niners because I think they can beat the Eagles. The same thing here. I would money line the Bengals. I just don't like the even. I want to get a little money for it because you're gonna have to pay the juice anyways at one ten. So give me some give me some scratch back. Um, but I do like uh, the over. It's forty eight. Um, the spreadsheet. I'm sorry. The spreadsheet likes the over. <sighs> 
I don't know. Um, I mean, 48 sounds about right. It's so weird. If you look at the, uh, the laminator 5,000, it's like dead on. It's a, it's a point under the laminator 5,000 predicts the estimated over under should be set at 45 and a half for the uh, Eagles Niners game. And Vegas set it at 46 and a half. The laminator 5,000 says that the over under should be set at 48 and a half. It's set at 48. So, I mean, that's what the hook is for, right? So laminator 5,000 says 48 and a half. That ain't much difference than the 48. If it gets up to between now and Sunday, if it gets up to over 48, if it hits 48 and a half, maybe stay away from it. It's too close to tell. I mean, I probably wouldn't bet the over-under in either of these games because it's so close. Um, so, yeah, so far, the only money I put down is uh, Niners money line. But in this case, if I had to pick against the spread, which we do, both myself and the formula like the Bengals and the points. Um, and the spreadsheet says take the over, but that's literally by a half a point. Got to pick it. I would avoid it. I don't know. Uh, I I feel silly betting against the Chiefs, but like somebody said in the chat just now, Mahomes has never beat Joe Burrow. It's hard to imagine that. Uh, Joe Burrow is a confident, uh, not even cocky, just super confident, ultra, ultra confident guy. It doesn't matter who they're playing. Um, straight up, I think I'm going to pick the Bengals only because Mahomes is a little gimpy. Again, he was gimpy in the past and it didn't matter, but uh, yeah, give me the, give me the Bengals by a, by a run, right? I think Joe Burrow gets a home run in the bottom of the ninth. Well, walk off. Yeah, give me the Bengals. No, I mean, I don't know. I, this game could very well be a 24-23 game, something like that. First time Mahomes wins by 7-plus, says Pomeroy. Mahomes wins. Um, whoever has the ball last, that's a really good one, Catfish. That's I think that's honest, honestly probably the best. I think they're both minus 110 straight up, too. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't like the minus 110 you're, 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 uh, for the Bengals because, I mean, I don't like the even because of the juice that the that the book gets. You know, if they were giving you even money on even money, okay. I'll risk the I'll risk the unit, but I don't like it. It's too it's too close for me for that. At least I got a little at least I got a little something out of the plus one twenty five for the Niners. Um so let's see. Sounds like a pick 'em. Yeah, flip. You're right. I think this really is a pick 'em. Mahomes has never beat Burrow. There's right is wrong with it. Poor Marine want to hit those trails that go along the bayou and into downtown. Y'all should do that, man. Um uh, let's see. Just kidding. Based on the current order. Donna, are you leaving, sweetie? Oh, you got to go to Pilates, huh? Uh, love you, boo-boo. Thank you. I didn't even get to do the private hour yet. It's 4.30. We got to do... You know what? We're going to do the last 30 minutes. We're going to do a private 30. How about that? How do you do that? Well, you come join us on Patreon. So we broke down the game. Uh, I'm taking the Bengals straight up. I'm taking... Did I take the Eagles straight up? Yeah, I'm going Bengals, Eagles, Super Bowl... Um, yeah, I really don't know these, all four of these, all, all two, both of these games, all four of these teams, it's really difficult to decide. It now is just down to coin flips in a lot of ways. 
Yeah, if you want to join, go join the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck. I still haven't fixed the goddamn Nightbot yet. Flip's a good show. Flip was here for 10 minutes. Appreciate you, fam. You're never late when you're here. I promise. Uh, a said, I will join this Patreon or whatever it's called. Go do it, fam. That's a great way to support the show. It's right there. Patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck. Here, let me put it in the chat. Hey, what's up, Uriel? HTS. Patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck. That's how you go, Joy. Joe, you have a great weekend, man. I appreciate you, man. Thank you guys one and all for the dope-ass hype train. A great way to end the week. Lots of fun and uh, uh, foolishness. Thank you, John Dory. Hey, man, I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the football. Have a great Friday. Try to relax. I know I'm going to. I'll see some of you Saturday at Hop Scholar for the uh, Hop Scholar Comedy Night. And then I'll see the rest of you on Monday where we will break down the conference championships and we will be talking about who's going to be in this year's Super Bowl. Until then, and I'll see some of you in the third out. Until then, do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. I will see y'all Monday or in the next couple of minutes on the private uh, show for Patreon. Uh, Flip it along in at 2.13. Nobody was here. We were ramping up, man. Some shit happened. Gotta check back. All right. I love you guys. Are we raiding anybody? Do we want to raid anybody? Let's see. Is there a, is there a channel to raid? Amaroth, Dan Cook. He's got 4,000 people watching. Amaroth has more. Let's raid my guy Forensic Tilts. Let's go raid Forensic Tilts. Here we go. You guys say hi. Make some money with him. The man is a, a gambling machine. And then come on and join me in the private hour. We'll go a little longer. Maybe we'll go to 515 today. I don't have radio. What? Let me check my calendar real quick. What is today? The 26th? Nope. Uh, nope. Doesn't look like it. I'm good. All right. Come join us. Enjoy the raid. Say hello to Forensic Tilts. I'll see you guys in a bit. Bye. Did it go? What did Nick say? No. Bye. What? Nick, what does that mean? Bye, guys. Eddie's making a YouTube video.